And now, coming to you from the top of the dial, 107.7 WKFM, The Lick. In a world where every other podcast sounds like boring NPR talk, these two put the jock back in jockeys. It's Brad Howe and Sidney Hollis, the bad boys of classic rock. Hang on. Chilling to hear his voice again. It's chilling. Welcome to the Lick, everybody. Welcome to the Lick. My name is Brad Howe. My name is Sidney Hollis. And that was the late Regis Feldman, everybody. A legend. I'd like to take a moment. I'd like, I'd like to have a crack em. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. I'm drinking a coffee. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say I don't have any beer. I have a full cooler right next to me. Let's see. It might be a little warm. <laughs> Today, folks, we were talking before the cast. We're in good spirits, and we go, well, what are we thinking? We need to dedicate this cast. A fr- he was a fan of the cast. Regis Philman, everybody. Regis Philman. All right, let's get this. It's beer. I would say the mountains aren't exactly blue. Crack them. <laughs> crack them for Regis, everybody. We'll crack them for loot. You know what makes me mad? <laughs> Tell me. Every time some celebrity dies on CNN or Fox or whoever really wants to acknowledge their passing, mm-hmm. they seem to make the headlines at least for an hour. You just pop on a website or, or, or some news site or some sort of, you could do anything, entertainment site. And they'll put up top, dot, 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 person, dead at this age, has passed away, dot, 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 headline. Sure. Breaking news on somebody who's influenced our culture, brought us joy, and he got a blip in the side comments. Hey, Jude, to that. Hey, Jude. That's all he got was a blip? A blip. Regis. Television legend. Television legend? I mean, frequent. It's the same old banter back and forth on politics, both sides. I can't even take a moment of silence for Regis. Wow. You know, I'm going to say it. (laughs) I don't care if my unemployment runs out. I want them to talk about Regis for a little bit. I know. Unbelievable. Where were you the first time you saw Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? You know what? When I was looking for that uh, intro just now, I, I remember. I was in my freshman year of college dorm room. I was in a suite, so I was actually in the uh, the bedroom that the two guys that we shared the suite with they had they had a better TV than us, so we were watching it in there, playing along, wow. playing along. How about you? Uh, I don't remember the first episode. I, I just watched so many. I was probably in the seventh grade when it came out. I don't know if we this used to was... talk about it at school. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know if it was the first episode, but it was certainly when it was like new and being discussed. Yes. In fact, I would say it wasn't the first episode because it looks like the first episode was August sixteenth, ninety nine, and then it went for two weeks, and then it came back September. It is a one off, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, uh, you know, he what, he was on the Late Show quite a bit, didn't he? Host when Dave yeah. Dave had his heart surgery and stuff. Dave said. He- Yesterday, it was the best guest he's ever had. Wow. Boy. How does that make Drew Barrymore feel? (laughs) Regis was so popular. They were the first, he was the first guest David Letterman asked to be on after 9-11. He thought he'd be the best guest. Wow. To both both talk about it uh, sentimentally and professionally, as well as bring humor to to the show. Because they knew they could do a mix. Now, who do you think we're going to have on the lick once COVID's over? Like, are we? Can we laugh again? <laughs> uh, we got to go star power. Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe Richie Sambora or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if we would have Oprah Winfrey. Oh, yeah, she'd come on. I don't, I don't like And the- then she'd defend us. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, everything you guys do is great. You're not doing anything wrong. I don't all like your, all, yeah. yeah. I don't like when people call her just Oprah. I like to say her full name. You guys want to hear something on the cast? I don't. Sim, will, Sim won't be able to hear us. The mic will. T- we'll pick it up. That's my gold chain rattling on the mic. Oh, I can't wait. Ding to, ding 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 ding. I can't wait to hear it when I go back and listen. <laughs> well, well, uh, let's say. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say. Imagine it's probably pretty hot where you are. It's hot where I am. Yeah, very hot. Hot stretch of days, dead air. Dead. Little, air. I mean, a little breeze, but pretty dead. Dead air, dude. Like uh, no dead, no dead air here. Dead air here. <laughs> no way. We got plenty to talk about. And no deadheads in sight either. Ah, uh, hey Jude to the dead. Hey Jude. <laughs> oh, we're this band that somehow become to be like identified in conjunction with. Ben and Jerry's for some reason. <laughs> I like him so much more now with John Mayer. Yeah, we know. It just keeps going on and on. God. Jerry Garcia's like, I know I never wanted him in the band. But now that I'm dead, I have no say in that. Yeah. So, okay, go do whatever you want. Go make money. Go make money. <laughs> oh, I mean, I think we've discussed this before, but is the lick ever going to get an f- ice cream flavor from Ben and Jerry's? <laughs> It's going to be pure butter, cream, and sugar. <laughs> I mean, is it, called, is it called the Crack'em? Is it a... Is it a... <laughs> it, it's beer-flavored ice cream. <laughs> it's carbonated, so it bubbles in your mouth. And you get drunk when you eat it. Maybe it's like a Yokiero Taco Bell. <laughs> it's got these little, like... Um, yeah, let's discuss... Yeah. It's got, like, a... Little like tortilla chips in it for Yokira Taco Bell. <laughs> it um, has little. It kind of tastes like uh, a little bit of coconut flair yeah. for the sun, sun for the suntan like effect. I mean the sun lotion effect. <laughs> it tastes like banana boat. Mmm. I just hope it doesn't taste like banana pancakes. I make you banana pancakes. Oh God. I make you banana that, that, pancakes. That that. Sound effect gives me the chills. The chills. 
chills, Ugh, dude. The worst sound effect we have. The chills. So yeah, it's a hot Tuesday here hot. in America. I would imagine it's pretty hot around the country, as is midsummer. Hot. People not are... referencing the Swedish ri- ritual. Midsummer. Oh, look at you, dude. What's that mean? Well, did you? See, it was a movie that came out last year. I didn't know anything about it until the movie came out. Highly recommend that movie. Midsummer. It's a. It's like a horror movie. It's. It was incredible. Oh, you love your horror. Well, it's like a, more like a horror thriller. I think it's not a straight horror. I think anybody could enjoy it if they're up for it. Scary though. One of those movies that has you thinking after, and I, that doesn't happen a lot for me. <laughs> I usually watch it and go to bed. <laughs> You, mean you, you didn't stay up that night we watched Days of Thunder and just kind of wonder? <laughs> My mind was racing. <laughs> Do you ever watch a movie and you like want to think that, okay, just because I'm so inspired and thrilled by this tale, I'm going to try and take a different path in my life, even if, even if it's as absurd as trying to become a race car driver? Yes. You're like, whoa, maybe I can get into this. This looks like fun. <laughs> and then you realize you're the guy who goes five miles per hour under the speed limit. On a quiet road. No, on a quiet road. On a highway. And you're like, yeah, I don't think I have a need for speed. Maybe I'm a pit guy. I just want to be like Robert Duvall, dude. He's always... Oh, yeah. He does a lot of stuff with his mouth, you know? Very animated. Very subtly animated. Yeah, subtly animated. Which is why we love him. Like, he, like, it's almost like, it's always like that he knows something you, that you don't know, and he's not, he's not quite going to tell you what it is. Like a slight grin and a little shake of the head, like, I, I'll be damned. Yeah. Huh. Oh, you, oh, you did figure that out. Huh. <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, you ever see The Natural? He's in The Natural. He's a, a sports reporter. I've never seen it. And he's just, it's very good. I saw it for the first time last year. I don't know what took me so long. It's well worth a watch, very much. I think I always thought it might be a bad movie that leads up to this epic sports moment. No, the whole movie is very good. Wow. I had to give it a whirl, dude. And under the uh, probably 20 books I've ever read in my life, I read the book, and that was also very good. Nice, dude. Wow. Books are hard. Oh, they're tough. They're so hard. (laughs) They're tough. Give me a movie. I want to watch a story. Well, watch a movie. Yeah, I want to veg out. And have some lick-flavored Ben & Jerry's ice cream. It's too hard to read while scooping ice cream. (laughs) It's impossible. (laughs) Dude, ice cream in a good book? Where do I sign? I have so many other stories going on in my mind, I don't need this one. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of stories in the mind. Uh, So I need to, I need, you know, we're about, we try to be about truthfulness here on The Lick, right? Mm-hmm. I've got to come. Try. I've got to come clean. Okay. So Brad and I just texted about forty minutes ago. Brad's like, "All right, let's let's do the lick." I was like, "All right, give me like thirty minutes to get home." So I was walking home. I was like, "I need a little coffee." I may as well grab a bite. I think I would. I would have just done coffee honestly, but I didn't have any cash. So I was like, "Oh, let me go somewhere that takes a card." So I walked into Dunkin'. Yeah, I love Dunkin'. And I already went to Dunkin' yesterday. <laughs> I got the sausage, egg, and cheese croissant. Oh, so you're going for the food. Okay, yeah. 
Well, I just figured if I was going to use a car to buy coffee, I might as well get a sure. sandwich. Yesterday I was at Penn Station. Different story, but I'm sure we'll get to it here, Whoa. On, here on the lick. I know. I'm, I'm crazy, dude. I was underneath an empty arena. Uh, <laughs> so I'll go into Dunkin'. I'm looking at the menu. I already had the sausage, egg, and cheese croissant yesterday. And you know me. I'm not really a calorie counter. But I was like, oh, 760 calories. Woo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's, like, that's more than a burger. And then I was like, oh, the if you get bacon, it's less. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So then I looked above that, and I can't even remember the calorie count, but I looked above that, and it was the uh, Dunkin' Beyond Sausage Breakfast Sandwich. And Brad, I don't, sure. I don't know what came over me. I just had a vegan breakfast. Oh, no. I don't want to know this. Hey, Jude. A vegan breakfast. I just had a plant-based piece of sausage before calling you. And? I was, <laughs> I've had Beyond Meat before at a friend's behest who's a vegan. and he, uh, Finn to the cast, Brian Fithian. Uh, he's had me over to his house to watch sports many times. And when we go to his house to watch sports, uh, he'd always make me like a vegan feast of like vegan ballpark food. Okay. So I knew I would like it, but... Uh, yeah. I never thought it'd be something I'd order, like, on my own, not to show off. Don't worry, you're not showing off. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's, nobody's in awe right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's cool. Maybe it's that's just good. me. Well, that's good. Maybe I mix it up. <laughs> um, There's a, probably, a, as much as they seem it's healthy, I think... There's still probably a lot of unhealthy things in there to make it what it is. Right. I think the idea is... It's not as natural, you know? Yeah. Part, part is, part is, plant-based, but there are a lot of other factors going into that. Right. Patty or whatever that are like, well, you may not want the meat, but you might be getting all these other little toxins that they make to help make it what it is. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't think it was healthy per se, but I guess, I guess there's one more pig on the earth. <laughs> But that's like their goal. They're like, we want you to eat us. That's, this is our role oh, on earth. Otherwise, we're just stuck in the mud. Oh, God. Like, g- give us a purpose. <laughs> let me get fat for you. Let me, let me please you. You enjoy us. And you're like, no, go ahead. Just live your life. It's like, trust me, I'm a pig. I've got nothing to do. <laughs> Listen, I'm all about showing empathy towards other creatures. And I do believe there is a sense of family amongst animals, no doubt about it. But, have a pig. Have a pig. It's always this idea of like, oh, it's somebody's mother. No no doubt about that. I definitely understand that that is a sad fact. That is sad when you bring that into the the picture. Right, so we just try not to think about it. (laughs) But if I was a, if I was a cow, I'd love to be like, some leather seats and an, an Audi. <laughs> I'd love to be some like knockoff 49ers leather jacket that you get in, in like some sports store. That, that's an honor. It's an honor. Not even uh, approved by the NFL Players Association, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, Sid, I'm injured. I mean, we need to hear about it. 
Woe is me again. Woe is Brad. Give him a... Yo quiero taco, Ben. <laughs> you know, I've been trying to stay a little active, go for runs. I've been on that kick for a minute again. I took a long break. Yeah, get outside. Won't be, need, won't be doing any more runs for the next five days. No, don't when tell Sid us this. Came o- what? Don't tell us this. When Sid came up to Massachusetts, we were playing pickleball and, and other activities. And I kind of like, you know, got one of those big blisters where it opens up and your foot's very sensitive. It's not the end of the world on any level, but it kind of takes you, it gives you a good old-fashioned limp because it's just so sensitive and I'm a wimp. Can't handle the pain, right? So that heals up, and I'm like, well, thank God. <laughs> well, last night, in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom. I'm walking back to the bed, and I've been playing a little bass, and apparently I had the bass laying on the floor. Oh, and in the middle of the dark, pitch black, I run my foot over the bridge of the bass, which connects the bottom half of the strings. I, it's a good old-fashioned rectangular piece of metal with a sharp edge and I slice open a good gap of that you know that flappy skin fuck that sprays blood on the carpet no <laughs> yes at least a good five or six drops now what room is this then in your home I was in the basement good god and I turn on the light and it's like dripping oh. so I'm like cupping my foot Ugh. and I'm hopping one foot up the stairs because oh. I don't usually try and get blood out of the carpet And now I'm limping around town doing this cast. I'm out of commission. So are you like a person in an episode of Dateline trying to get blood out of a carpet? You know what? As I was doing this, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I would never get away with murder. Blood is, as I'm like you know, touching it, washing my hands, I'm like, oh, it's just everywhere. <laughs> not, not, not like everywhere, everywhere, but I'm like, oh, now it's on my fingers. And even though I wash it, there's probably still a little residue. Sure. Or a little residue on the foot. Or somewhere. You really got to think that stuff through. Don't do it. But I'm saying, you know, if that's your life's path, you're, you're screwed. Now, can I ask you another question? Yes. What were you playing? On the bass? Yeah. Well, somebody asked me to do a little gig at a brewery in two weeks, so... <laughs> I have a feeling you've been up there in Fishburg watching Seinfeld late at night. <laughs> and without even thinking about it, you just pulled out your bass and start noodling around. <laughs> <laughs> I picture all of the characters and their title names as I'm playing it. <laughs> just like, you know, Kramer busting through the door. And I'm like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> And then Jerry's just like pouring a bowl of cereal and it says Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry's still there. <laughs> oh yeah, my keens are tapping to keep time. <laughs> but wait, you were really gonna learn a riff for a friend? Somebody I don't I hopefully I, I'd like to do it. There's a they're playing a little show at a brewery in two weeks and they they need a little bass player. Wow. Like fifteen songs. I think my brother might play a little set. Dude. I don't play a lot of bass, but I can pick it up. I mean, I'm starting to wonder if I need to come up to the Berg. Come up, play. 
play. I was going to come watch, learn Cindy it. does a solo set. <laughs> there is a young cowboy. He lives on the range. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> now you would do great. I thought you meant you were hushing the crowd so people could hear me sing. Either. Good night, you moon. Now what I'm worried babies. is you're going to come up and play. And your tip bucket is going to fill up so much, make me so jealous. I'm, I'm going to get booed off. <laughs> Rockabye, sweet baby Sid. That's when it'll turn, a, it. it'll turn a few heads. <laughs> well, you know if you were to play a little live show and you're in between a song and you just bust into like a one-minute Seinfeld riff, people <laughs> would go nuts. They'd be like, just be like, yeah. Yeah, I know. But to do it right, if you were good enough to do it right. Yeah, I know that. People will be like, oh, oh cool. shit, let's go give, him a, go give him a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so please tell me you were in Penn Station for lunch. Oh, my God, Penn Station. Please say you were like, well, the Shake Shack's open down there. <laughs> I will risk my life on a subway to go have lunch. <laughs> so... Um, friend of the cast, Dan Zimmer. Give him a lick. Pal of ours, give him a lick. Um, he has been for a while trying to get me to go river tubing with him, mm-hmm. and he wants to put together a big elaborate thing. But forever he's been trying to get me to go river tubing. He's like, dude, Monday's going to be very, very hot. Let's do it. And I've always just kind of had this excuse or that excuse, you know? And I'm like, all right, I, I should live, right? Yeah, yeah. I should live. So, uh, made a prototype. So we brought three tubes with us. One tube for me, one tube for him, one tube for the beer. Sure. And I Good. constructed a net prototype the night before for the beer tube. Oh, that's funny. Using, like, a reusable shopping bag and some straps and some carabiners and things. Sure. I was like, uh... I was like Tom Hanks with blonde dreadlocks running around here, dude. Yep. Trying to make a little raft. (laughs) Is the Zappos box your Wilson? (laughs) (laughs) I know know you've drawn some mustaches on the Z. You know, it is sports equipment, but it's a Franklin batting glove. (laughs) <laughs> and I made him look like the little hamburger helper guy. <laughs> Isn't that like a glove? Yeah. Um, so, I, uh, so anyways, dude, we, we, catch, we caught a classic, dude. You know what it's like in New York City when you, Running. T- when you tell people you're going to take a certain train and it's, it's either you or the other person someone's going to be cutting it so close that you're not sure what to do. That's me. Never on time. So he was like, there's an 818. If we miss the 818, there's a 937. And... Not ideal. Not the worst, but certainly not ideal. Right. But it's also a two and a half hour train ride to get to this place. Definitely not ideal. Right. You know, so one would have us kind of in the... Do our errands. We were going to do all the provisions once we got to the town do all that hopefully be on the water by about noon otherwise what town? Port Jervis New York New Jersey Transit out of 
Penn Station, but then the last stop is in New York, actually. Or New so York. So go straight up. Yep. State yep. of New York. Um, anyways, sure enough, I get there. I'm still old-fashioned. Even during COVID, I used the, uh, I used the, the kiosk to buy a ticket. I did mm-hmm. sanitize my hands afterwards. And it says it's an 814 train. So at this point, it's about 808. I'm like... You're starting to sweat. Yeah. And he's... I'm there. I'm not to the tracks yet. And he texts me. Meet me, oh. meet me in the NJ Transit area in this spot. Now, at this point, it's like 810. And I'm like, dude, track one, it's 814, not 818. And then, and then I don't hear back. Uh-oh. And he's like... He's like, what? Or something. And I'm like, eight, 814, track one. Then I, I don't see him. Now, at this point, it's 812. And I got to walk down like two flights of stairs to get to the track. Mm. I'm like, okay, I'm walking down. I get down there, and not even all the train doors are open, I guess, because they're trying to keep cars. Mm. Like, I think what they're trying to do, what it looked like to me was that, like, keep people like on the same car but where there's plenty of room to spread out and then they'll open the next car and kind of open those doors so the people are sort of always going into empty-ish cars I don't know it it seemed like a method there so then I'm like one foot on the platform one foot on the train just like the the House of the Rising Sun song and I'm like dude are you gonna make it I'm, I'm getting on the train no word I get on I walk like up the car I get to where a conductor is I was like does this go to Secaucus because there's a transfer he's like yep and then I text Dan I'm like I'm on the train I like peek out one more time the door starts closing and we start to lurch and I'm like hey here he comes he's like missed it (laughs) so somehow by the grace of God he did catch that 818 that he was thinking of made it to Secaucus and he made it because the main problem was going to be the train taking us to Port Jervis from Secaucus. Mm-hmm. He made it by 40 seconds to that train. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just crazy. I, did, I remember doing that when we played disc golf one time. Yeah. A couple winters ago, I was running, and you were like, he's not going to make it. I remember just flying on, and you guys were there. Yeah, we got on. We thought we were going to just have to wait for you there. When people talk about that that New York rush when people are running all the time it has a lot to do with people not being able to be on time everything's a schedule it's not that they're in a rush to go somewhere I think a lot of people are always late banking on these schedules mm-hmm. like in a car it's like well you can still be late but you're still on your own time with your own devices right in New York there's a lot of factors with the trains and your preparation and that's why people are running. They're always like, why didn't I leave 10 minutes earlier? Right. Human nature doesn't do well with New York. Human nature says, I got plenty of time. Yeah, I, got, I could be five minutes late. It's no big deal. Not for a train, you can't. No. And they don't wait. They wait for no man. So, two and a half hour ride. He and I both, like, we each just got different rows on this very empty train and we each slept for the first two hours then the conductor woke us up and told us we had to get in a different car eventually for our stop so we went ahead and moved and then we 
we chatted. And then we get to this town, and nothing was planned, Brad. Like, we didn't know where we were going to fill the tubes up with air. And these tubes take forever with it. even a good bicycle pump. I brought my tiny hand pump as an oh, yeah, emergency sure. backup. We needed to get beer. We needed to get sandwiches. We needed ice. And we needed a taxi to the, to the put-in for the river uh, about five miles north. Dude, I got to say, it all worked out. We, we get off the train. We see a shopping center. There's a grocery store. Boom. Beer and ice. Good. Uh, then we're like, all right, let's just let's let's go find air. We walk a couple blocks. It seemed like the gas station was gonna be very far away. We passed by a car car wash that had one of those air machines. Toss a sure. dollars worth of air into the tubes. Then we passed a taxi dispatcher thing. I walked in. We had the tubes with us. The lady goes, "Where are you guys tube?" And I said, "I thought you could tell." She goes, "I know just the spot." I was like, amazing. She goes, yeah, I'll drive you up there. And I said, any chance we can uh, come back in a few minutes? We need to go buy sandwiches and beer. She said, leave the tubes here. Ooh. Amazing. So we go buy. So we we actually couldn't find sandwiches, so we had to buy lunch meat and cheese and rolls. But that wasn't the end of the world. Sure. And then, uh, dude, next thing you know. We're constructing our gear tube, which held up. Give it a lick. And uh, next thing you know, we're we're on the water drinking beers, dude. Going over little rapids, wondering if the wondering if she'll hold. Cool. And uh, but that sounds it, like fun. But it was a long day. Unexpectedly, on the cab ride up there, she goes, well, "What train are you guys taking later?" Yeah, that's true. So we look it up. I don't know if Dan knew this, and he just didn't tell me to to keep me motivated. There was one train leaving that day. Oh. <laughs> after, after like two p.m. and it was a nine twenty-two. Oh. oh. Okay. Dude, I did not get home last night until almost one a.m. and that's because I also took a lift home from Penn Station. Right. Right. It was right. a fucking long day, dude. But a good experience. A good experience. We had some setbacks, you know, little snafus here and there, but I guess that's all part of the adventure. I wore my Tevas, which I got for my 16th birthday, and I haven't worn them in about eight years. I think the last time I wore them, I had gone tubing, and maybe I wore them once after for a Halloween costume. They started falling to pieces. The glue finally gave out, so the soles came off, and then the straps became unglued underneath... Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna need shoes just to get home to New York City. Like, fuck the rest of this, <laughs> fuck the rest of this river day. I'm kind of oh, screwed yeah. here, man. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're high on a river, and the sun's starting to sink low because you're moving a lot slower than you thought you were, and you're worried about your shoes, a little, a little bit of a panic will come over you, Brad. Yeah. But a great day. Are there, are there a lot of like hipsters who go to shopping for vintage shoes, who are like out at some hip cool bar? And they're wearing their shoes from the 80s, and they start to fall apart. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, I forgot shoes don't last. Right. Like, glue. You forget about that. Yeah. Shoes do not last. Like, I got those. I learned that, but I only learned that, I feel like I only learned that about a year or two ago. Because <laughs> I asked somebody, I'm like, oh, I'm looking for, like, a vintage style of, like, I was trying to get something, I think it was even a prop. And they're like, they're like, careful, though, they'll just fall apart. These guys were in the shoe business. They buy, like, they buy and sell, like, hip shoes. Yeah. 
And they're like, well, careful, you just got to get replicas. They will just deteriorate. Wow. So I guess the glue just doesn't hold for... Yeah, I asked them. I thought it would. Even if they're unused, they go, no, they just fall apart. They're not meant to last. Wow. I mean, I got these for my birthday in 1997, so they would be 23 years old. Wow. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm glad you did it. That's good. Now, how do you know what's, where to get off? Are there signs being like, or you, it just, you see a town, and you're like, that might be the town? or? Great question. And you've got to make sure you start drifting towards the, <laughs> the shoreline to be like, we better get up right here. Or I guess you can walk back, but still. <laughs> uh, so it's a pretty slow-moving river. So you can, like, you can pretty much get to one side or the other if you need to. Correct. Not, maybe not in a rapid situation. Um, but we had... We, we purposefully went north so we'd end up back in the town where the train station was. So we're thinking, like, well, let's go ahead and take the cab on the front end, and then we'll end back kind of where we started. But we had asked the lady. She's like, oh, you're going to have to get out this area called West Beach in Port Jervis. Mm-hmm. So we're going along, and it's pretty funny. We were in the cab, and we're about to get out. And she goes, she goes, by the way, do you guys have life jackets? And we're like, no. She's like, okay, well, be careful. Then we get to the park where you have to walk down the trail to get to the, the put-in. And there's signs everywhere that say life jackets save lives. Wear life jackets. Life jackets save lives. We're like, just in case, yeah. like, oh great, but it, they weren't required. Right. And so when we're first setting up all of our gear, most of the people going by were like in like whitewater rafts and like canoes. And I was like, oh man, is this going to be a little rougher than we thought? Right. Um, but by the time we got the gear tube set up and got all ready to go, the local yokels were coming down there, and they were like. They were, like, hauling, like, big old hard igloo coolers full of beer. And I was like, oh, oh this good. isn't going to be a problem. Right, right. Uh, but I'll say this. As the day went by, we were we were going pretty slow. We took a lot of little breaks on beaches. But I think we did so many breaks in the beginning, we kind of never got, like, a good chunk of travel underneath our belts. So then we kind of eventually are, like, coming upon these people... And they're sort of freaked. Like, there's this two families, and they were like, we could hear them talking to each other. Like, they're like, hey, where are you? Where are you coming from? They're like, wherever. And they're like, are you going to? Are you going back to the Port Jervis? Um, I think it was called like Silver Creek Tube Drop Off, or because they also rented rafts, but you didn't really need a raft. They're like, yeah. They're like, how much further is it? They're like, it's still four miles. And in my head, I'm like. That means we've only gone a mile and a half, and we've been out here for, like, hours. Like, we have a, a lot of our day left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we did eventually have to start, like, like making some time. Like, Dan was like, oh, let's go, like, let's go to another beach and chill for a little bit. And I was like, man, I think we need to, like, actually stay at sea. Like, we need to kind of, like, keep keep moving. And so he was wanting to... to uh, imbibe in the marijuana and he was like wanting to get off the rafts for that and I was like dude I think you're gonna have to smoke at sea some hogeds <laughs> but that actually made it way more fun because we'd have to time it between the little rapids and then next thing you know he's making sandwiches at sea too and everything, <laughs> everything was taking place at sea he's like Quint <laughs> in uh, Jaws yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you think you think Quint stopped at a marina for lunch? No, he packs for weeks. He packs plenty of Narragansett. 
he packs plenty of hashish and he is out at sea. And I'm like, hey, you know, we, you know we're, we're like two miles out. We can just go back for lunch. No fucking way, pal. Nope. He's taking a baseball bat to that CB radio and you're out there. And uh, I, I don't think my buddy Dan would mind me saying this. I hope not. He, he I always, smokes out yeah. of a silicon bong. So we're pass, we're passing people on the river, and he's doing bong rips, <laughs> like not just like casually smoking like a little one hitter or a joint. He's just ripping bongs, passing Dude, by. Sen- <laughs> senior year is gonna be great. <laughs> senior year is gonna be awesome, guys. Check out this new bong I got. <laughs> All our friends are gonna love it when we get back to the dorms. <laughs> So then, we, then we're like, we we we'd go in for a while, and we saw one of the takeouts for one of the commercial tubing uh, companies. Yeah, and we're like, hey, do you guys know how much further to Port Jervis? They're like on those things. They're like, at least an hour. At this yeah. point, it's like six thirty. The sun's gonna be up till almost nine, but once it goes behind the trees, sort it's kind of kinda not yeah. useful anymore. I mean, because that water's cold. You know, yeah. you're in river water, man. Uh, so I was kind of getting a little antsy just to get out of the water um, at a decent hour. And then we could just continue to drink beers on the beach and pack up our gear. Um, so I started doing just a little bit of light paddling and we were tied to each other. Like I was tied to the gear tube and he was tied to the gear tube. Yeah. So I was like pulling us like a train. <laughs> and awesome. uh, yeah, and then it ended up being a little shorter than those guys thought because um, we weren't going all the way to the town. That beach was a little closer, and uh, I think we got out of the water right at like six fifty nine, like right at seven. And then it took, no joke, man, it took about an hour and fifteen minutes to deflate these tubes. You wouldn't think it would take that long. A bicycle tube deflates in like two seconds. Yeah, right. But I guess Wait, how long? No joke, man. Over an hour. Oh, wow. But I think there's no pressure on them. And the nozzle's so small. And it's just like... I don't know, dude. It was, it was brutal. So then we're... How did, wait, I'm sorry. Where did you say you got the tubes again or he had them? I bought some on eBay about five years ago. I'd have never used them outside of a swimming oh, okay. pool. And then he bought, oh, okay. he bought some as well on the internet. Um, okay. And then I walked a mile and a half to the train station without shoes on <laughs> a mile and a half yeah oh my god i mean i can do that i guess i don't mind walking on pavement but still and we needed to make a good time <laughs> so but i thought Always my gear. tevas would fall completely apart and i just i thought i needed some kind of a shoe once i was in train stations and things yeah anyways that's a very long story but i thought you should hear about my day good Happy to hear it. Now, you, you not only did you get a great experience, you ha- also have a new skill on your acting resume. <laughs> Can do accents, you know, athletic, tubing, um, you know, jump roping. You never know what they're going to need in a commercial. Like, have you ever smoked weed at sea? Yes. <laughs> oh, great. You know, weed's legal now. We're doing weed commercials. You know. <laughs> You're like, so you smoked from a tube. <laughs> 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 Surprised Dan didn't have a thing like, like he like loads up the tube with weed and slowly suck it out here and there. 
not weed, but you know. Yeah. It's like a giant bubbler. I was saying next, if if we ever do go do this again, I mean, I, hopefully one day the trains will start running more frequently. I'd have to imagine it's somewhat less frequent because of the yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. But um, I would think maybe once that beach is in sight, you go ahead and start la- letting air out of your tube just to get ahead of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Or maybe we buy some kind of a thing that will go on the nozzle to go ahead and hold it open for like a length of time. I don't know. This is this is how Steve Jobs came up with the iPhone. You slowly chip away at new ideas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> slowly just kind of debunking the norm. <laughs> maybe next time we'll do this. Next thing you know, you have a new invention. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. So what's on tap for today up there in the Berg, Brad? <clears throat> uh, Going to do... No, stuff. Sure. I um I did I did my first beach day the other day. Oh. Went to Revere Beach, which is a Boston beach, which would be kind of like a rockaway. Okay. I've never been. Everybody I told was like, oh boy, like oh a bunch of characters up there. So I had this idea it was kind of like a Coney or something. Okay. But it was anything but. You know, you're going through, or should I say, around the city. You get there, I thought it was nice. It's very, very clean. Was not terribly packed. It was on Sunday, very hot, but it wasn't moderately packed. Also had the idea it was gonna be packed. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice little beach. Low tide all day. I like, I'm a low tide kind of guy. Sure. You like a lot you of beach. play more games. Yeah. Because if you're gonna throw a Frisbee and stuff, it's very difficult unless you, well, I guess the Rockaways or Fort, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, Brighton Beach is huge. Rockaway is pretty big. Yeah. Coney is not. Or Coney kind of is. If it wasn't packed, I mean. In other words, let me rephrase. Yeah. You get a lot of beaches that are pretty thin. Yes. You know, they're beaches, no doubt, but on a busy day, there's no games. Yes. Um, Fort Tilden might have a little bit of that vibe. Yeah. Pretty thin beach. Yeah. But this was a kind of a thinner beach, so a low tide provides a lot of room for a frisbee or catch and stuff. So I like low tide. I love it. Does Fort Tilden have a low tide? I don't think I've ever been there when there was a low tide. I mean, the tide there just doesn't change a whole lot. It's not it doesn't a, yeah, change a lot. It's not a ton of not a ton of movement there. If I'm going to propose, I want to be on wet sand and low tide. I don't want some kids boogie boarding on my parade. <laughs> <laughs> Flying up on the shore. <laughs> Dude, like, they hit you. And you're so much closer in case she says no. I don't want to be that close to people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. High tide? You know, no. sh- shame on these people that ask someone when they know the answer is going to be yes. Yeah. Do it early enough where there's a lot more risk. Yeah. Oh, we've been dating for 15 years. Will you marry me? Hey, Jude. Yeah, I think you ask in the first year. How bad is it if you've been dating for 15 years and things seem like they're going well and she still says no? That's a slap in the face. Yeah. Not even like, let's keep going. It's more like, no, nah, I'm just done. Like, I actually was pretty happy until you said this. Yeah. Like, I could have. So it just takes her off guard. Yeah, I could have kept living like in this in between stage, but now that I know what you really want, it's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm far more comfortable in the in between stage. <laughs> 
Who, who wants to start arguing about dinner for the next 50 years? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can... Clearly, o- I have a very skewed idea of marriage. I can only debate Wendy's versus Burger King so many times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, decent beach. Good beach. Some small little food places. That's fine. Never been to a Boston beach, though. Yeah, what'd you think? No, it was good. Just, well, the other thing is, like, New England is on the coast. So you have many, many places that have invested lots and lots of time, money, and years into making beach towns that are both, like, everything from very nice to laid back. And then you just think of, like, well, if I'm going to go to the beach, I'm not going to Boston. But obviously, being on the coast, people in Boston want to go to the beach. Yeah. Just not, I'm in central Mass, so it's very easy just to split off either above or below Boston. So I've never gone straight across. Got it. The same amount of time, too. That's cool. Is it named after Paul Revere? Probably. On the road there, there were a bunch of signs being saying, Paul Revere's route. You were on Paul Revere's trail. Wow, how about that, dude? Little history. And I'm just thinking, if he had a Prius, that would have been a lot easier. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> a lot of weight on his shoulders. What a hero. Give him a lick. If Paul Revere didn't warn uh, the colonists that the British were coming, we might not have Soul Cycle. <laughs> the British would be running that shit. And they don't like Soul Cycle. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> we would not have Who Wants to Be a Millionaire if Paul Revere did not come through. Hey, true story. The church I grew up going to in Savannah, Georgia, the bell, the bell that still hangs there to this day, says Revere and Son. Revere and Son. So I don't know if that means, um, if that means it's Paul Revere's dad and him, or if Paul Revere was the dad and it's Paul Revere's son. But... Somebody. Well, you know, there, there weren't as many people on the earth back then. I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a, a go that that was him. No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain it was because he was like a smith of some kind. Nowadays, it's like, oh, your your last name's this, your Hollis. Well, I have no idea who you are. We've just grown. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> We've just grown. <laughs> Thanks to Paul Revere. <laughs> Paul Revere. Took that ride so I could go to his beach and have a gigantic ice cream they put on a plate. <laughs> I couldn't finish it. It was so much ice cream. <laughs> on a plate. Ice cream on a plate. That's summary. Here you go, five bucks. <laughs> a Boston beach. I'm going to look this place up later. Listen to the Red Sox get crushed. They are one in three against shitty teams. Wow. Great start. So you think baseball may be in jeopardy? Marlins are testing positive, like half their roster. Well, at least they said 14. That's crazy. A 40-man roster. 14's a lot. No, how many many, many, many are baseball teams? Under 30, right? Uh, Nine players, a couple utilities, pitching staff. Sure. Well, I keep forgetting. I was talking about it with my dad. It's like it's... 
you know, yes, you don't want young people to get sick, but more or less, let's just hope a lot of the young people can recover. You forget how many old coaches and old staff members are still around. Yeah. And so it's not that you're not looking out for the young people, but it's like your, you know, your 70-year-old coach on the bench is not very happy about this. Well, and, and baseball players and managers, etc., aren't exactly known for healthy eating. Yeah. They smoke. It's like the last sport where you're still just supposed to just kind of be a little bit heavy and like eating steak all the time and like you can get away with it, yeah. Yeah. Then again, Michael Jordan was eating a lot of pizza. <laughs> yeah, he was. In that segment in the Last Dance when he's like, "So I ordered a pizza." Just the way he's saying it, I ate the whole pizza. <laughs> I'm like, "You're in the finals tomorrow, dude. Aren't you gonna feel a little sluggish?" Took down a whole pie. Well, he's thinking to himself, I, got, I play with the flu. I can handle dominoes. <laughs> if, I, if I feel a little sluggish after eight pieces of pizza, I'll be all right. <laughs> but just the way, like, or even, like, I was also, I can't believe we're talking about this still. I was also fascinated with the way they were like, yeah, we'd play poker with other players the night before. Not necessarily on the other team. But it was like, oh, Magic Johnson was talking about how a night before one of the finals games, he went over to Michael Jordan's house and played poker. And they had a finals game the next day against the Blazers. I'm like, oh, they're just like kind of like mixing and mingling and just keeping it casual. Which I guess you need to do. Hey, you, you think it can't if, be all business. Right. You think if it's like any other job, sometimes you stay up late the night before you should, you know? Yeah, or yeah, exactly. I mean Or the way they're like, oh, we're golfing on in between days. I'm like, oh, isn't your whole life just basketball? It's like, no. We have to live too. Robin's going to, you know, wrestle and stuff. They do whatever they want. <laughs> I mean, I foolishly stayed up till like 3.45 in the morning the night before tubing, knowing I had to get up at 5.45 in the morning. Jesus. Even had like, even had like a little bit of a claw late at night. Jesus. <laughs> that scares me. <laughs> I don't do well with like hangovers or tiredness anymore. It really <laughs> fucks me up. Dude, half of a claw at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> Ah, he's on the claw game now. <laughs> I took about a couple months of razzing there. <laughs> They're good. Very refreshing. They feel refreshing. You're not getting a lot of the sugar that you get from beer that might make you feel as dehydrated. I've drank plenty of these seltzers and woke up either without or a very mild hangover. Have a six-pack of heavy IPAs. You're going to be stinging a little bit in the morning. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I think It'll sting. Uh, it's sugar. I also think that I gave myself a little bit of a. Uh, I gave myself a stomach problem the other day. See, so, you know, they say when you're like hot and you get dehydrated, you can give yourself like diarrhea. Yeah. So you know, I've all. I'm always trying to be so full of myself. I'm not going to have an air conditioning in my window. Blah blah blah. Right. Well, it's been hot as shit here. And I've been exercising a ton. And I've been drinking some water while I exercise. But, you know, you got to really replenish. Yeah. And, you know, I was bragging the other day on the lick. Oh, I just did yoga and I was so hot. I was so sweaty. And then I slammed, like, five beers while we were talking. Dude, my stomach for a couple days there was in shambles. And I just had to aggressively hydrate and it went away. Mm-hmm. I, don't think I, I don't think I gave Mother Nature enough credit. <laughs> Tom Brady says we have a dehydration problem in this country. Wow. 
I'll tell you, that makes the news, and Regis Philbin doesn't. Yep. Well, what do you think, Brad? We're coming up on uh, 50, 54 minutes here. Already, wow. Yeah. You need a nap. I'm hearing some yawns. Yeah. I went to bed at, I went to bed at like 1.15. I slept till 9.30. I think I need I think I need three more hours. There you go. <laughs> well, what do you say? Maybe what do you think, Lickers? Should we do should we do a little live cast soon? I think we should. No harm, no foul. No, none none. No foul. Good thing good things have been happening on social media. But it seems like there's time for both now. I think we so. We recognize that. Yeah, we could still It's the same people who watch anyways. And we could Ugh. Ugh. God, I'm yawning like crazy. I had a surprise compliment the other day. Let's a friend of my brother's was over. First thing he says before he even says hi. Hey, I agree. E.T.'s a girl. Ah. <laughs> and I say, you listen? He goes, I do. I go, I didn't know you listen. He goes, oh, yeah. I don't catch them all, but I catch. Wow. Oh, wow. The lick's growing. And I said, and a lick's is a boy. He goes, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Alexa. Times are turning. The lick is coming for you, folks. <laughs> are you ready? And once we get Oprah to approve of our podcast, it's over. It's over. She's coming. She's Nobody can say anything ever again. She's going to be our first guest when COVID is over. She's going to ask us. <laughs> so next year? Yeah. In 2021. I think we're allowed to have a take on it. Is it fair to say this might go on till next year? I w- I'm going to say yes until they get a vaccine. I mean, I hate to say it because I don't want to think that way. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Just but, a take on like, the prediction of it. No, I think you're right. I mean, certainly not being handled well in this country. Not at all. In other words, in, in November, it's like, oh, it just went away. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Definitely not. Definitely not. My they thought that they thought the summer would go away, right? Until it came back, it's going nowhere. They're like, oh yeah, it'll go away in the summer, and then it maybe will come back later. It's like, well, it hasn't actually gone anywhere. Well, I don't know. Trump's golfing. <laughs> he seems like he, he seems like he's fine. <laughs> he's doing great with Brett Favre. No, golfing with Brett Favre. What? Oh, come on, Brett. Jeez. Well, that's not, I guess that's not totally surprising. No, I mean, this is... I don't exactly see him with a Biden sign on his front lawn. No, this is... <laughs> he was like one of the original, like, celebrity dick pics that was going around, too. <laughs> this is the same guy who was convinced to play for the Jets because they showed him you can hunt upstate. <laughs> Truthfully. Like, that was how they got him. Like, hey, we know you like your nature. Upstate New York has plenty of that. Okay. <laughs> that was probably my favorite year of far when he played for the Jets. Oh, yes. Wow. Hitting on cheerleaders and reporters. Jesus. <laughs> He's like, why don't you come over to my room later? They're like, she was like, why would I do that? He's like, you know why. She's like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he holds up a good conversation. 
Just packing a dip. Just sitting there. <laughs> Bragging about how he was in there, something about Mary. Right. Yeah. You know, I still get residuals. Oh, you're so cool, Brett. Still get paid for that. He's like, yeah, me and Ben Stiller went out. <laughs> we, had, we had a really great time in Miami. <laughs> I took Ben Stiller to Shula's. <laughs> well, what do you say? Well, on that note, great cast. Great cast. Rest in peace, Regis. Rest in peace, Regis. They're alive in our hearts. We gotta get a. We should probably get a Regis sound effect at some point. Yeah, let's give him a long lick for now. All right. Yep. All right. Alrighty, folks. Well. Have a good week. We'll see you this weekend. Uh, maybe the end of the week. Maybe we'll do a live. It'll be a, probably a pop-up. Yeah. But keep a lookout. It'll be a Friday morning if we do it. Yeah. That'll be fun. Probably somewhere at the same time, I guess, if we were going to do it at 9 o'clock. I like that. Nine's good. All right. All right, Lickers. Bye. Bye.